Whether you're a morning person or a bedtime procrastinator, everyone deserves a mattress that works for their style. And you'll find the best mattress for you at Ashley. The new Temper Adapt Collection at Ashley brings you one-of-a-kind body-conforming technology, making every sleep tailored to be your best. The collection also features cool-to-the-touch covers and motion absorption to help minimize sleep disruptions from partners, pets, or kids. Shop the all-new Temper Adapt Collection at Ashley in-store or online at ashley.com. Ashley, for the love of home. Okay, so real quick before we dive into Killing Time today, I want to take a second to just congratulate my boyfriend Matt on his new book that he has coming out. It's coming out on Halloween. It's called Hungry as Hell. And his past books are amazing. I've talked about them. They've been New York Times bestsellers, but this one is especially near and dear to his heart. And I've seen the book. It's incredible. There's a million things I make him make me all the time. There's a ton of incredible stuff for the holidays in this book. There's a lemon orzo soup that I make him make me all the time. So if you're a cookbook boy or cookbook girly, hungry as hell, wherever books are sold, pick up a copy October 31st. Okay, now, as we were, let's continue. Killing time. Here we go. Welcome to Killing Time, hosted by two girls, one ginger. We're back in action. We're feeling good. We're married. Hello, We're married. ladies. Hello, Jerry. How are you doing? Jerried and married. Ooh. Jerried and married. We actually never used our wedding hashtag. What was it? Mary, Mary Jerry. Jerry. Oh. That's okay. Do people do hashtags still? I thought they were sort of passe. We should have done the cash app thing. The cash app thing. Oh, well, there's there's so many of these type of things that we're going to talk about later. It's actually the whole basis to this episode. Oh, I is, love that. It's lots of like faux pas and like cringy I'm married. Give me some things. money. We should have done that. What? I'm getting married. Give me some money. Yeah, give us money. With we're a, poor. With your Venmo. <laughs> yeah. Give us money. Money. Well, you can put that on the stand. Do you want to put that on the stand? Yeah. All right. We'll save it for later then. Okay. Um... We're rounding out all of our wedding themed everything. This is going to be the end of wedding talk. This is it. This that is, it. is until Alexis gets engaged. That's right. <laughs> and then we're going yeah. back it all in. starts over again. Oh, boy. <laughs> then we're going to have the same conversations. Maybe different, different opinions. No, we're going to do it different. We're going to do it different. I mean, we're kind of weird. It's It'll probably be, more be different. different. Yeah. yeah. There's always shit to talk I'm excited about. For, right. Oh, I'm excited for that. Yeah, me too. Uh-huh. We should get into the day today. Yes. Yeah. Um, well, you got one? First of all. Please watch us on Patreon That's right. and listen to us. There's so many good bonus contenty things going on on Patreon. I'll tell you all about it. First of all, you can get an extra true crime case per week. We're not talking like a shitty 10 minute episode. We're talking about like 45 minute to an hour true crime case, deep dive, fully researched. Yeah. Submission like, based a lot of the time. Honestly, so much work. So please join because <laughs> we don't want to do it for nothing. We're working ourselves to the ground. To the bone to do three episodes a week. So we have that. Plus you get to see video here. Plus when we do two parters, you get both parts off the bat at the same time. Ooh. You know. Ooh. What a great value. I loved his visceral reaction. I know. Ooh. Ooh. 
Oh, I'm just thinking about it. It is a lot of work. Wow. It's a lot of work. But we Jared's involved. He edits for us. So thank you, Jared. We love doing it, but we want to make sure people are reaping the benefits of it. Yeah. To all of our firsties out there. It's worth it to know that you guys have endless content. There is endless content at this point about first degree. Endless. There's endless. You could listen to this till the end of the world. Mm. And I will. Speaking of end of the world, this is such a good transition to the day today. Today is October 19th. Oh, uh uh-oh. And, uh-oh, whoa, uh-oh. And we're going back to 1533. Before vaccines? Before vaccines. This is when Columbus discovered America. It's 1492. Kidding. Discovered cl- is close. really, there's a stretch. I'm just kidding. Um, there was, a, the, it was the world. Was, supposed, I was just kidding. The world, 1533, the world was supposed to end. So German monk, Michael Stifel. I think it's monk. German monk. <laughs> Michael Stifel, which is a very modern name. Unreal. It sounds like the Michael singer of R.E.M., Stifel. which is Michael Stipe. Yeah. Michael yeah. Stifel sounds like someone who's making fun of him. Michael Stifel? Michael the Stifel. Yeah. 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 Like, it's like Michael Schmeichel. It's like Julia Gulia. It's rude. Michael Schmeichel. So Michael Stifel. It's rude. Yeah. Using clues predicted from the Bible, predicted Judgment Day, and the end of the world would occur on October 19th, 1533 at 8 a.m. precisely. Many of the townsfolk, believing his prediction, did not plant crops or store foods, and many burned their homes and possessions when the day came. What a dick. Afterwards, Michael Stifel had to be taken into protective custody with the villagers chanting death threats outside of his cell. He was an influ- influential mathematician, inventor of an early form of logarithms, and the coiner of the term exponent. Mm. But he was a liar. Yes. Yeah, but like, I know that everyone's mad at him, but like, blame yourselves. You're the ones who bought his bullshit. I mean, so if we weren't going to do what we're going to do for True Crime Rewind, I wanted to kind of get into like all the different end of the worlds that we have had. Like, remember 2012? Yeah. Don't forget Y2K. And 2020 and Y2K. It happens every decade that we really get a little bit spooked. Yeah. I mean, I think it's just the end of the worlders, though, that perpetuate this. Or like, it depends on what, what cult you're in at the time. The cults are the ones who are being like, this is it. I'm like, is it? Is it? I just saw the craziest TikTok about cults. Tell me. Have you ever heard of the Yellow Deli? God, no, but they need a better name. <laughs> that sounds gross. I think it's the Yellow Deli. Yes, it is Yellow Deli. See? It sounded right. It Full sounded facts podcast. It sounded right We're back. as it was coming out of my mouth, but then you made me mm. double double think it. I didn't. Lay it on he me. He is the one who questioned you. I trusted you. So anyways, Yellow Deli is this chain of delis. I think more so in the Midwest. I'm not exactly sure where they are. We, they're obviously not here. And they're kind of like a crunchy, homey sort of a vibe. They sell like soups and sandwiches, coffee, like whatever. The way I found out about it is this girl had posted like her guide to some city and like all of the comments are like yellow jellies run by a cult yellow jellies run by a cult yellow like all this shit and it's run by this cold cult called 12 tribes I think mm. is the name of it and 12th tribe is that clothing place I know like. which is kind of weird very weird no they, they missed a big opportunity to call their sandwich place cult cuts Cult cuts, cult cuts wow. is fucking well they solid. don't promote it as being run by 12 by tribes cults. because it was funny because this girl did her like whole you know guide to blah 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 for the day and then she did a new guide to how fucked up yellow deli is after she found out about it i hate that but anyways that's i mean maybe you have one like, city. hey guys i know i recommended this place however uh upon further inspection no she did she's like let's do a tour of yellow or no she's like spend a day with me at yellow deli first it's run by a bunch of like cult leaders i'm blah, gonna blah, recommend blah, blah. that you do not drink their Kool-Aid. A bunch of monks. Monks. No, that's Michael Stifel. Okay. <laughs> Next, 1752, Benjamin Franklin flies his kite. 
That was in the 1750s? When did you think it was? I wasn't sure. <laughs> but like, I've seen all these recreative drawings where it made it seem much more contemporary. Like, yeah. I thought it was maybe when there was a camera. <laughs> but now what I see... Wouldn't you need, like, some sort of electricity to use the camera? Now I see... You're that like, that this those... guy's full of shit. Nobody even got a single photo now of this. Now I see that these were... I'm re- not buying it. These were recreative drawings. Pics or it didn't happen, dude. Yeah. These Pics re- or it didn't happen. I'm telling you. So it was obviously to prove that lightning and electricity <laughs> are related. So he had the kite with the string. And what then, like, I think, wasn't there a key on it? In a jar. Yeah. Uh, yeah, he he just... Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah that's right. The kite had a separate silk string that was attached to the kite string near the key. The kite flyer was to stand under a shelter so that he and the silk string stayed dry, protecting them from the electrical charge. Why it said did he, was he know unlikely- that the silk string wasn't as conductive as the others? Like, how did he... That is interesting because, mm. you know, materials are good conductors or bad conductors. Like, how did he know that that was a less dangerous one? Had he not already known? Mm, see, somebody must have told Benjamin him. Benjamin Franklin's fucking smart man. Or yeah, he's some alien he's, told him. What a little genius. He was a little genius. With his little spectacle. Yeah. Dude, I think we did a Benjamin Franklin episode about the we weird did. shit about him. We Honestly, did. we should we do did. more. Dude, it's so funny. You literally, like, think about any man during any point of history and they were all fucking weird creeps they're all trying to be benjamin franklin no they're all just weird like they're, every single one it's like charles darwin benjamin franklin thomas edison george washington at, george okay. washington well, like they're give, all fucking creepy hey, weirdos hey give them a break here's why no the only clothing was knickers <laughs> yes number one Number two. Those seem they all had low ponytails. Founding father ponytails. Jared okay? has a low ponytail. I've been doing the I low ponytail. Founding Jared. father pony. Yeah. Love it. Tiny. <laughs> yeah. Spectacles. Buttons up to here. Yeah. Like no breathing room. Not like, a great way to do it. How are you not fucking creepy? Like <laughs> imagine being a little awkward under those circumstances. <laughs> like in like he Franklin, I saw him. He was a little stout. So he had his knickers and tall socks and like his overcoat and his spectacles and his little hair. Yeah. Like yeah. of course he's a fucking creepo. He is a creepo. But aren't they all under those circumstances? Like imagine wearing those things. I think they all were. Yeah, they all make me sick. And they were all probably disgusting creeps. That's what oh, I'm yeah. saying. They all were. You look into any single thing and they're all creepo. Yeah, but like they had no chance against not being a creep based <laughs> on like, that attire. Yeah. It promoted Jared, pervertedness. We, Imagine you had to wear knickers. I wouldn't. I wouldn't. <laughs> what would you I do? I don't have the body for it. Knickers definitely would not fit up his <laughs> yeah, calves. Yeah, but you know what? Men your size existed back then. They and did. they had to wear knickers and, well, and socks and little, little tiny well, slippers. We did just learn that George Washington was 6'2", yeah. which is insane. Was he thick? To think about how long ago that was and how tall that is for... What was that? The 1600s? Oh, he was probably like a, a monster. Like but eight, that's why he became the president. Because he was super tall and creepy. Yeah. Well, super creep. He wore a wig. Like, imagine all the things I described just moments ago. Plus, <laughs> pattering your face white. Plus huge. Pattering your yeah. face white. Yeah. Putting red lip stain on. And then also wearing a wig well, with it, curls. And his wooden. And we also just learned lead. Wooden teeth. Lead. He had lead teeth. He was putting lead in his mouth that entire time. He was probably hallucinating. Like, these guys are fucking children of the corn. These guys are terrifying. Yeah. 
Any man from Jared? history is pretty terrifying. Oh, no. I mean, I totally agree, Lex. I don't think I would do any of that stuff, <laughs> given the chance. You wouldn't knicker or wig? I mean, what I don't would think... What you do? Those That's pants, the only option. Those pants aren't for me, and I'm not really a wig Pedal guy. Pedal pushers? Yeah, well, uh, I think I would probably just wear some athleisure back then. Ah, uh, right? Yeah. Yeah. A nice sweatpant. Seems so nice. Yeah. yeah, those totally existed back then. Yeah. Okay, next... 1860, we've talked about this before, but Abraham Lincoln writes back to an 11-year-old girl who wrote, which is creepy. We've talked about this on the podcast. Unless he's writing back to everyone to be like the people's president. No, I don't think he was. But anyways, the 11-year-old wrote him a letter to suggest him growing a beard. He stated Uh, it would be silly to start growing one, but he did so anyway. Yeah. We did do an episode about Abraham Lincoln. We covered that. And it was weird. The beard was good for him. The beard was good for him. I gave him a look. But like sometimes these children... They're our future. They are. And he recognized that. Yeah, he was educating the kids, hopefully. But he never met her, right? Yeah, he did. Ew. Yeah. Uh-oh. I'm telling you, he had like a little special friend. Hoping this is Dishonest, half facts. Dabe. Disgusting. Please be half facts. 1957, fictional birthday of Michael Myers from Halloween. Wow, okay. I just watched a video of uh, a guy dressed like Michael Myers pulling up next to people at stoplights. And oh, that's fun. Honking his horn and scaring the shit out of them. That is fun. I like that. I want to do that. I think it's probably illegal. Um, why would that be illegal? Wearing a mask while you're driving. I don't know. Oh, maybe. You're yeah, not allowed probably. to wear headphones and you're not allowed to wear earbuds when you drive. That's, I don't so think it can, doesn't distract you. But I don't think you were. I think a mask is more distracting <laughs> a little bit. Uh, yeah, when you're looking through little tiny eye holes. 1982, auto manufacturer John DeLorean is arrested for possession of 59 pounds of cocaine <laughs> with intent to distribute. He pled not guilty and was later acquitted. He's trying to. He was charged with cocaine trafficking after an FBI informant solicited him as a financier and a scheme to sell 220 pounds of cocaine worth approximately $24 million. Damn. He, I guess the DeLorean manufacturer was uh, in $17 million of debt at the time. So he was like trying to get some cash. Damn, he almost got out of it. I didn't know DeLorean was real. What do you mean? I thought it was like the time machine. No, I thought it was real in Back to the Future. I didn't know it was a real car. DeLorean's a real oh, car. I've seen one in so, real life. So I didn't know that. That's Okay, so me. in the 80s, I mean, you know, people... It's it's really funny to go back in different periods of time and see what people's perception of the future looked like. Um, and if you watch a lot of the Back to the Future stuff, like mm-hmm. what they, because a lot of it was projecting what's happening in like 2017, 18 kind of year. And it's so funny how off it was. Oh, yeah. But the DeLorean, when you look at it, it looks like some guy's imagination of what the future of cars was going to be. And some of it was really cool. But now when you see one, it just looks like kind of a, you know, it looks like a, a little piece junky. of shit. But Back to the Future made it so cool. And apparently, I don't know if this is true. This might be half facts. The Scottsdale Police Department used to drive DeLoreans. Really? Yeah. Why does Scottsdale? I don't know. Interesting. That's a half fact just floating around in my brain. I like that. Yeah. Possible fact. Possible truth. I think yeah. that's probably true. Um, our last fact of the day for you, Lex, 1994 sitcom, popular sitcom Friends premiered on NBC. That is a feel-good show. That is. So they've been around what for is some. That, almost 40 30. Yeah, and everyone from that show still looks fucking amazing. They all look the same. They do all look really good. Matthew Perry doesn't look very good. Yes, he does. Matthew Perry, you mean Keith Morrison's nephew? Is it Keith Morrison's nephew? Yes. I don't know. Yes. That's his stepson. Stepson. Even better. Wait, he's married to Chandler Bing's mom. Yeah. He's not nephew. He's stepson. His name is not Chandler Bing. It's Matthew Perry. Uh, okay. Oh, I forgot to do the word. We did that at the same time. It's Huga. 
I don't know where it's originated from. Half-axed. What language? But it's a strong feeling of coziness, of a special moment alone or with friends where you feel utterly content, secure, reassured, comforted, and even kinship if you're among loved ones. God, I wish wow. that was... It can also That's re- us. It can also refer us. to a ritualistic aspect of your life that brings comfort, such as making a cup of coffee every morning or lighting some candles in the evening. It's almost summer, and the best and most sustainable way to shop for a new season is on TheRealReal.com. TheRealReal is the largest and most trusted source for authenticated luxury resale. It's the only place you'll find brands like Hermes, Cartier, Prada, Dior, Staud, Zimmerman, Jacquemus, and more for up to 90% off retail. 10,000 plus new arrivals land every single day from hundreds of brands you love, all authenticated by a team of in-house experts. Whether it's that perfect wedding guest look, a new summer sandal, an updated beach tote, resort wear for your summer vacation, you're bound to find exactly what you're looking for, plus deals you won't get anywhere else on therealreal.com. Visit therealreal.com and use code FIRST at checkout for 20% off. Terms apply. Whether you're a morning person or a bedtime procrastinator, everyone deserves a mattress that works for their style. And you'll find the best mattress for you at Ashley. The new Temper Adapt Collection at Ashley brings you one-of-a-kind body-conforming technology, making every sleep tailored to be your best. The collection also features cool-to-the-touch covers and motion absorption to help minimize sleep disruptions from partners, pets, or kids. Shop the all-new Temper Adapt Collection at Ashley in-store or online at ashley.com. Ashley, for the love of home. Please rise. Court is now in session. All rise. Call the first witness. How do you plead? Guilty or not guilty? All right. Welcome to On the Stand. Every week we bring a person, place, thing, or an idea to the stand. We talk about it. We think we vote if it's guilty or not guilty. We have a good discussion. Bring it to Instagram. You vote if it's guilty or not guilty. And uh, that's that. I was very... flustered when i started saying that usually it, it, it comes out like muscle memory you know what it's just that time of the day jack it's, time of the, it's, it's nap time i'm ready for a nap it's 2 so right tired. now it's definitely time for a siesta but we're powering through we're this gonna episode keep, keep rolling baby um okay does anybody have an on the stand they want to start I'll go first okay go ahead okay so what i'm doing is i'm holding up a green plastic container and what it is is i don't know it's like a little box but I was so mystified by this because I had a blister when we were in France. And basically this box is of these like little, little papers of second skins that you put on your blister. That's like a little prosthetic silicone skin. Yeah. And I showed them to Jack. I was like, can you believe the, they have these in France? No, like, you're like, look what France invented. France yeah. invented these things. And I showed them to Jack. And you're like so excited it's about it. I'm like, I'm going to buy hundreds of these. And she's like, I literally brought them these from exact CBS. things from America to France. And I was so hurt. They're literally blister band-aids and alexis was she was so blown away I've that never france seen had this life. technology to invent this amazing medical achievement you have to understand though this i put one on and it would last for like three days no they like stick to your skin yeah. and they look like skin they do yeah unless you're me you would probably stand out on my skin but uh, i'm telling you though these are where it's at so i'm putting these on the stand Blister band-aids I'm, for everyone. Why don't we put on the stand the fact that you didn't know that those were a thing already? I can't believe you've just never seen them at CVS before. Well, I'm next, not 
good at self-care. I suffer <laughs> in silence. So. Never mind. I get it. I, totally I suffer in it. silence. No one ever was like, hey, Alexis, you want to feel some relief? No one cares about my relief. Here <laughs> Alexis, we are. You look like you're in pain. Can I help? No one's ever af- no, offered. I had to find this on my own in a foreign country. <laughs> Took you 36 and years. honestly, the language, there's no English on this. I had to just figure it out from this yep. picture. Let me see it. I mean, it's pretty, pretty self-explanatory. Whatever, Jack. Compede. Also, this brand exists in America. Bullshit. It does. I promise you, mm-hmm. I have gotten band-aids from number four, so you can get the exact same one here. Mm-hmm. Try to read these instructions. <laughs> hey, they have it in American. Here's They're a question. In, in English. Are you at least excited about the fact that you can re-up on those here at home? I'll just do it on Amazon. That's what okay. I'm saying. Yeah, you can get them on Amazon. Yeah. What a what a I'm gonna say not one. guilty. Those things I've actually because I like to wear the low top converse and they shred no, your ankles. I wasn't prosecuting them. So oh. no, well, she I'm loves it. I love them. This oh. is like the best thing that she's ever seen in her entire life. Yeah. That's fine. I'm not trying so, to go against anybody here. I'm just saying so I So agree being my <laughs> So say not guilty. Not guilty. Yeah. Not guilty. I mean, I love them. Like I said, I brought them with me to France. You're welcome for bring, Manifest Destiny, bringing them here for you. Thank you, Alexis. Thanks, Lex. <laughs> okay, I'm going to put something on the stand that I got from the Facebook group. Oh, goodness. Somebody posted about this recently, and it caused quite a kerfuffle. A stir. It caused a stir in the Facebook group. Wow. And what our lovely firstie put on the stand, I don't have her name, was requesting somebody to photoshop strangers out of your pictures and if nobody is in a we're not really like active in facebook groups but this actually happens all the time in lady gang where somebody will post a picture of like her and her husband on vacation and she'll be like can you photoshop can somebody photoshop the strangers out of this person in the background and all these people are on facebook are like why are you soliciting somebody to do free photoshop work for you Uh, for something that does not fucking matter it's not like you're posting an ad like this is just a picture for your personal instagram or for like sexting or something what who knows a picture of somebody in public you don't know what they're trying to seduce oh like maybe that's like Like an exchange for their photoshop services maybe it's like a dating sexting it could be a photo for like a dating app profile picture oh gotcha gotcha gotcha. they're gonna use it to initiate yeah long game but i guess what the what the whole debate was because this happens all the time in pretty much every single facebook group there are facebook groups for this they're called like fairy photoshop something or other but people will post about it like in Lady Gang or in other like normal Facebook groups being like, can somebody do this? And everybody's just like, why? And for free? Like, that's like, it's, it's weird. It's weird. It's definitely causing a, a, a kerfuffle. But like, I'm somebody that can, that does it myself. So I don't have that problem. I just photoshopped a picture of me and Jared from the wedding to create a whole new photo that I'm very proud of. But you did a good job. But mo- can most you put people, me in one of those too. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, be careful, though, because there's a whole subreddit where people are like, I need help with, like, can you Photoshop this for me? And oh, yeah. People will take whatever their uh, request is and then take They're like, can you Photoshop my, my sister out of this picture? Yeah. yeah. And, and they, they put, just... like, a testicle on your sister. Yeah, 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 yeah basically. It's like... it's like, <laughs> Or they put your sister's face on, like, every single person instead. Well, it's, like what Honestly, Matt, it's like what Matt did to you the other day with that photo where he turned you into, a, like, a little stuffed animal. Dude, he trolls me in the... I fucking hate it. Yeah, it was good. Um, That's his lock screen now. Yeah, of course it is. That's amazing. That's what I would do. Um, I mean, that's not guilty at all. If, if 
if I want to take people out of my photo and I don't even know them, like who cares? I know, but it's the requesting of a stranger to do it for you. Okay, so go. There's a whole again. There are helpful subreddits. You can go on Reddit and you can request this, and then you can just tip people if they do do it for you. Yeah, it's like find the right place to ask. Don't yeah. ask the lady gang group to do it for you. No, no, it's no, no, so no. bizarre. All right, well I'm gonna say guilty. Guilty. Um, yeah. We're wait. Yeah, guilty. <laughs> My on the stand today. I'm still going with the international theme that we had last week. But. Yeah. Um, it's going to be ordering like Americanized fast food when you're traveling abroad, like especially doing it like in a lazy way, like using Postmates because we had an emergency situation in France and we were like really hungry and we didn't have food late at night. Do you guys remember this where we post, I Postmates yeah. Burger King. Emergency situation is being very is dramatic. It was the like, night was what? ending and I hadn't eaten a proper meal. That's yeah, an emergency. I wouldn't say it was an emergency. That is an emergency. Okay. It was a hunger emergency. We so were very hungry. Yeah, we didn't get food the whole day. And Jared Postmates Burger King the night after we had McDonald's. I Postmates Burger King to our hotel. Like We were sitting down at like the little bar downstairs. And I got to say, it was a big brain move. And I'm very glad that I did it. But I felt very like... It made me feel really gross that I was doing that because I felt like I could have like, I should have like planned my night out better and had food. Well, that's where I do get some like travelers guilt when I do that. It's like, I'm in this beautiful country. I'm, I am a big proponent of like experiencing the culture and the foods and like whatever. So then when I end up just eating fast food, I bum myself out, but like, it's also a necessity. It just feels like you've kind of given up a little bit. That's how I felt. But it's like, try a little harder. Just go down the street. But then when it shows up and it works just like it works here. And then we have like a decent meal before bed. Like I can't say that I'm against it. So no, I think it's like, We've had was a few that moments. Your experience, though, because I yeah, I was with you when we ordered that. And yeah, it didn't go well. Well, they they just missed a lot of the condiments. No, missed- we didn't get any of the f- food and no condiments. Yeah, yeah. Well, no, we got most of the food and none of the condiments. <laughs> okay, so, so you were very disappointed, though, is I, how I remember. Okay, it. well, I was not disappointed to go to bed After without eating. eating. Did you eat it? I did eat it. Jared will eat anything. I'll eat anything. But oh, okay. I'm just putting on the stand like. Is it like giving up if you end up going to like the comforts from home, like in fast food form when you're abroad? No. Is it any different if you get a sandwich from the airport and one of those little plastic sandwich things? You ever, like, get, the, you ever get the egg sandwich in those? Um, in the other countries, have you seen the egg and tuna or the egg and chicken mixtures? No. Oh, we had an we got a ham sandwich that just had an egg on it. Remember? Oh, that was very strange. In Munich. It was like mostly a ham sandwich, and then at the very end of it was a little piece of an egg. <laughs> it was so weird. Was, was it like, from a vending machine? It was no, a mistake. No, it was from like a vendor, like oh, a no, little see, coffee cup. The ones I'm talking about are like in the vending machine. Oh, yeah. yeah, yeah they yeah. were like tuna and egg sandwich. I'm like, no. Yeah. Uh, eh, egg salad's not that bad. Egg salad on, on its own is delicious. Safe. It's like an egg salad I just sandwich. don't like to mix animals. Okay. Oh, All right. I'm sorry. We did mix a ham and an egg. But ham and egg. McMuffin. I'm just putting on the stand. Is it? Are you? Is it seen as like giving up if you break down and go get American food, no. like American fast food? I say yes, unless it is in a situation that it's like the end of the night. Okay. And that's the only time that we ever do it. Is okay. at the end of the night so, when we like so ran not out guilty. of. I say not, not guilty. guilty. Not right. guilty. Not guilty. All right. Fair. All right. Let's listen to one of our listener on the stands. Hi, friends. I'm calling today with an on the stand. I am prosecuting this. Um, I'm prosecuting in various types of social interactions when a person says, well, this is awkward. 
You know what I'm talking about. Um, and here's the thing. They're not wrong. It's usually awkward. But calling it out makes the other person or people there feel more awkward because the onus is on them to then respond to that and unawkward the situation that has just been made even more awkward. So I hate when people say, well, this is awkward because it's like, yeah, because of you, buddy, you're not helping here. You just like need to fill the silence or something. So I think it's guilty and I hate it. Love the podcast. Bye. I mean, it's kind of the same thing as just being self-deprecating and making fun of yourself before somebody else can do it. In a way. Uh, yeah, it's a little more than that, though, because you're kind of projecting the tone of the situation out to people and adding to the uncomfortableness of it, which yeah. some people do when they're nervous, and I totally understand. Um, I, I see the reasoning why, some, why people do it. I hate it. I'm like, if this situation is awkward, uh, anybody with brain cells around me can detect that it's awkward. I don't right. have to hear it from anybody. Like, right. I know. I know what is going on. I get it. You know, like, yeah. it's a little too on the nose for me. Well, and I'll say, especially if the person's actually having like a great time and then someone's like, well, this is awkward. You're like, it is like, like I was just enjoying myself. Yeah, but thanks. You yeah. know, I don't know. I'm not a huge fan of the airing out the awkwardness, to be honest. I just I, think yeah. I just think it's like that's for you. Process that inward and let everyone else live how they're living. Yeah. Also, like, it's, situations are usually just awkward for one person. Like, everybody else is usually just a spectator. Dude, that's yeah. the thing. It's all in your head. Yeah. Like, yeah. most people's awkwardness is, like, in your fucking head and no yeah. one else is noticing. Nobody else cares. So airing it out for everyone else is sort of just roping them in and then sort of projecting, like you said, yeah. an awkward situation onto them. You know, the, you know, like, the for. memes that are, like, uh, me after leaving a party thinking about all the dumb stuff I yeah, said yeah, to everybody? Yeah, yeah. It's no like, one cares. Nobody's thinking about that. No. Nobody gives a shit because everyone's too concerned with themselves. Yeah, nobody That's cares. Right. Nobody so, cares. So just yep. if as long as you don't make it a thing, like no one's going to think twice about it. You yeah, know? that's so true. So right. I'm saying uh, it is guilty. Don't do it. Guilty. Guilty. All right. Well, when we come back, we're going to go through some uh, wedding on the stands. Whoa. Next. Whether you're a morning person or a bedtime procrastinator, everyone deserves a mattress that works for their style. And you'll find the best mattress for you at Ashley. The new Temper Adapt Collection at Ashley brings you one-of-a-kind body-conforming technology, making every sleep tailored to be your best. The collection also features cool-to-the-touch covers and motion absorption to help minimize sleep disruptions from partners, pets, or kids. Shop the all-new Temper Adapt Collection at Ashley in-store or online at ashley.com. Ashley, for the love of home. Yeah, it's rewind time. Okay, so I had made a Facebook post about this. I didn't think I'd get really any responses. But I was like, let me know. We're doing like an extended on the stand of just anything wedding related. Like, what are things that annoy you? What are things that you think are so cringy? What are things that need to stop at weddings? And the amount of responses that I got were probably more than anything we've done. I can't wait. Ever for anything first degree related. Incredible. So I'm just going to go through some of the answers. So the first person that had responded said live fish in table arrangements. This is something I've never even heard of in my entire life, but apparently fish live fish, like goldfish. That is so in, like, mean. The table arrangements. It sounds like some villain shit. It's so bizarre. I don't like that at all. 
I don't know. It makes me really uncomfortable. Maybe you can have an actual fish tank somewhere that people can enjoy and walk up to, but why would you even do that? Like, who cares? It's mean. The, one of the people responded, she well, goes, they're not disposable creatures, you know? If they're well, your... No, I mean, listen, somebody's keeping them after. If, n- that's you being like positive. No, I'm literally going to read you a comment. Oh, okay. Read, read. So this girl goes, as a 10 year old at the wedding, I thought this was the greatest idea. My mom, not so much when we had to buy a giant fish tank the next day to house every single one of them. So somebody is taking them at the end of the night. You would think, I guess, unless they're flushing them down the toilet. God, I don't know. I've never heard it's about just it. So unnecessary. The whole thing is unnecessary. Okay. The next one is bouquet tosses. So this, a lot of different people said bouquet tosses. For many different reasons. One, that it's like so awkward yeah. if you're a single person being like, oh, the single ladies get up and go. Like, and if you don't get it, you're not next. What's the significance? If you catch the bouquet, then you're, you're the ne- next to like find a partner or whatever. It's so demeaning to women in general. Like they don't do that. Nobody would think about doing that for a man. Oh, man no. And then it's like you have to fight for the one chance of being the next one that's lucky enough to get married. I do like the staged videos though where like a girl will catch it and then they'll like show her like boyfriend and he takes off running. Yeah. yeah, yeah. That's pretty funny. But yeah. only the first time I saw one and now I'm over Only because they're staged. Yeah. That yeah. too. Um, weird tradition, but you got to remember, like there's weddings, there are full of weird traditions. Well, that's, traditions are weird. Traditions are weird. You know, like the whole thing is strange. Well, you know, we talked about on this podcast, there's cultures that dig up dead relatives every 10 years and like dance well, around well, the city. And also like cultures don't care about people's feelings way yeah. back when. It's like, yeah, single yeah. bitches, get out here. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. On with it. <laughs> that's the da- thing. We got a dowry prepared. Yeah. Yeah. So it's what like, child is going to get a lot more up sensitive next. to yeah. people now. Like they didn't yeah. used to be like that. Yeah, They were for like, sure. you fucking fools single embarrassments get out yeah, there yeah, yeah. That's this so is true. your it's fault hor- it's yeah. horrible but they didn't used to care yeah. i actually want to know that'd be an interesting origination to see when that originated i know the origination of the, the bouquet in general what's yeah. that it was because people smelled so fucking bad <gasps> back in the day no it is and nobody showered so the hygiene was so horrible oh, and everybody God. stunk so the bride would carry the bouquet of flowers to, make- to try to like have a fragrancy around her jesus that's, That's literally where the bouquet came from. Everyone smelled so bad. So bad. Stinky. That Be- bad? Before deodorant. Like nobody was showering. You felt how hot that chateau was when we showed up. Like, come on. That chateau that was probably was breezy pa- I mean, I'm amazing. talking about bou- bouquets probably originated hundreds and hundreds of years ago. Probably. I don't know when it was. Okay, the next thing is the garter toss. Now, I'm not familiar with the toss. I'm familiar with, like, the creepy, like, you're sitting in the chair in front of everybody, and the guy goes, like, underneath the dress to, like, yank the garter off with his teeth. In front of the fam? I'm not down. But, like, do you have you ever heard of the toss? What do they toss it to? What's that? I don't know. I think that's the is men. Like, is it, like, ring toss? If the men get it, that's, oh, so like, they the do next. do do that. Uh, yeah. Oh. I, the garter toss oh. is for men. Oh. Well, like, they'll be the next to, you know, like, a missed opportunity at our wedding, and I wanted Jack to do this, was to make a giant Jack Fanick bracelet, but it could have been her oh, garter. I, I, if garter, I had to, that's actually I really, really funny. wanted her to if do If I that. had time, I would have done it. Yeah. That's really funny. Okay, yeah. Okay, I didn't know that that's what the garter toss was. It was thrown out to the room of single men. But see, this is gross because now this is something that's been on the leg of the bride. I mean, so cares? it's like, but like, oh, whatever. I don't know. I just think it's like, it's not like she's throwing her. It's only weird if one of the groomsmen's in love with the bride. And he <laughs> just like on. keeps it and like smells it. Yeah, kind of. <laughs> Look at Jared. He's like, he's doing algebra. Like, I'm like is there yeah, one? I'm like, okay, I see. I see where you're going. <laughs> That's what I'm it's like kind of weird. It's like somebody else's property, like a very intimate property because it's the garters. Like, Jared's sexual. like, 
where's that fucking garter <laughs> yeah. and give it to me Who right now. Who got that? <laughs> and I'd just track him down. That's what I'm saying. You'd be pissed if some other man, if I had a had garter, her some other man had my garter. You'd see me out on the edge of the chateau burying somebody. <laughs> yeah, you would literally <laughs> freak the fuck out. Okay, the next one. Okay, garter toss, we have that. Um, having a cash bar or having a dry wedding. Those were big things. Which both? It's that's tricky, right? Because dry like, wedding, no. Cash bar, yes. Cash bar, cash bar. Okay. If, if a family is like not into drinking, and they're like, if people want to drink, that's on them. I will spend my money. Oh, I will absolutely. Dry spend my wedding, money. no. Dry Unless wo- your entire friend group is so with you. Yeah. On that, and uh, if you're having a dry wedding, you have to be okay with me bringing a flask and getting drunk. Yeah. Like there's no sense. There's no. You don't even have to be okay with it. You just need to know that it's going to happen. It's going to happen. Like there is no world that I'm ever going to a wedding and not drinking. Ever. I don't care how religious you are. Like we're drinking. Cash bar I can deal. I mean, everybody's financial situation is different. Like everybody's. Cash bar I'm fine with. Whatever. Yeah. I'm okay with that I'll pay for my drinks. I always do. Yeah. It's like no different than being at a bar. I did it today. I'd rather have an open bar, but like I will have a cash bar. Of course. Yeah. I agree 100%. Yeah. Yeah, it's nice to have alcohol at a wedding. I'll drink. You have I'll to pay have alcohol. for it too. Even Whatever. if you don't. 100%. Um, okay. Um, posting pictures of the bride and groom before they do. No. This is something that a lot of people are commenting on. I think no. No, absolutely not. It should be understood. I feel no, like it's some a people... Very, it's an unspoken... I mean, it's a spoken role. It's like you do... Especially in the age of social media, like you absolutely do not post before the bride and groom But what posts. about if they're not in the photo, but you're posting like yourself at the, That's fine. At the yeah. venue? Yeah, is just that nothing, allowed? I just yeah, think yeah. you shouldn't post like the bride is... Have so much buildup. Like the bride should post their first... Agreed. Well, uh, best photo. In this thread, there is a lot of like mom's posting on facebook or aunt's posting Rude. on facebook it's no. like older boomers that like don't get, oh, get it I don't, I don't give a shit about that who's gonna see it on a facebook i, I mean, still I think would. it's rude i think it's rude too oh, i couldn't care less that's... yeah you wouldn't because men don't even care how they look at a wedding <laughs> that's true <laughs> yeah i think it's a big big faux pas i and just then, think facebook is like if your aunt is posting on her facebook who cares nobody's even gonna see it rude another one this is one we've talked about Wearing any sort of shade of white to no. any wedding function. Nope. No. Don't even ask. I've seen so many TikToks of girls that are like, is this okay to wear to a wedding? I think my friend doesn't care, but I don't want to bug her by asking. I'm like, if there is a thought in your mind that something is too white then for somebody's don't. wedding, don't. It's so easy to not wear white to a wedding function. Like, it's so easy to not wear white. Yet Simple. people do it all the time. All the time. It's so bizarre to me. It's sick. T- today I learned. Today I learned you shouldn't wear white to a wedding. Kidding. You knew that, Jared. Even you knew that. I knew that. Um, when the bride or groom makes the wedding party do a dance, my friend made us do a big dance number for her wedding, and it honestly was an absolute disaster. God, I would love that. I to would do a lo- dance? Yeah. <laughs> wow, guilty. I'm shocked by that. Dude, I love... Are you going to make us do a dance? Are you a good dancer, Lex? No. <laughs> okay. But I am thinking about like a line dance. Okay. Like, I think that would be so fun. We'll do it at yours. Like a but line not- dance, like a like a flash mob that you make everybody learn it? No, but like the night before doing like at a line dance place with like food trucks. I feel like that would be so fucking fun. That's not what this is. It's I just like, mean making someone dance. No, this is literally like where the group... The, making them learn They're it? doing a performance, no. a cohesive performance. This is like you're starting the, the uh, reception and the whole bridal party is coming in and to start it off, they're all doing a choreographed dance. 
still not guilty. I still love this. Okay. Like, I still would, like, love to learn I'm neutral on it. I don't really give a shit. If that's what you want to do, I go ahead. I think that's actually really fun. But if I'm If everyone's in, into it, I would literally If I'm die. in the wedding party, I'm it. dropping out. I love it. I'm not doing it. I, I would, would do it. I mean, this isn't. But I wouldn't be good. I wouldn't, I wouldn't like, be good, but it'd be so fun. Yeah. I, I'm down for this. Maybe I'll do it. I also think if you're the person doing, if you're the bride and you're expecting that this is going to go well, don't. I love like, this. There's no way. Oh, that, it's not going to be perfect. Well, it's no, going to be a joke. They'll probably, but I think people plan this. If you're having a pristine, beautiful wedding, they probably plan it thinking it's going to be amazing. And there's just no way if you're asking 10 random people, unless your friends are all dancers to do this, it's going to be a mess. Zero percent chance. Okay. Good. So, but I would love to be asked to do a choreographed dance. I will do. I would fail. I would do it. I'd do it, but I'd be bad. Okay. Dollar dances. Have you ever heard of this? I get a strip club. So it says there are different versions, but usually male guests pay to dance with the bride and female guests pay to dance with the groom. With the idea of the money going to the couple. So you're like for a dollar. Yeah. Uh, no, my time is worth way well, more. Well, it's that. called dollar dances. I'm sure they do more money than that. Oh. But like well, you that's said a dollar. That's the idea. It's called a dollar dance, Jared. That's just the name of what it is. We shouldn't be out here pimping out our brides. It's weird. It's it's the same kind of cash appy is sort of like a thing. Not a fan. Um, Not guilty. Uh, guilty. The next one is thinking your bridesmaids should be working the wedding and have jobs instead of it just being an honor that they think you're important enough in their life to be more involved in the wedding itself, which I agree with. That's the reason why I didn't it's have like bridesmaids. Soup, though. What does it even say? It's basically saying putting your friends to work at your wedding. Yeah. Like, like if you're if you're having a bridesmaid, now she is working for you for free. Yeah. Which to me. I is. mean, I mean, I just think your friends will help more than they can. If you've got great friends, they'll show up for you and yeah. hopefully help but you like out. when it, with you and like you helped us so fucking much but you did that because you wanted to not well, because you because felt I'm obligated your friend and like i love you and like we're family and like yeah kelty too like it's like we all just are there and we want to make things easier but i don't think you need a, a, a job no but like you two both did that because you wanted to yeah, none of our you. other friends did anything which they didn't have to no. but like i think that it should be a choice from your friend how much they want to like help Put you in. yeah unless I don't know. It's it's a complicated subject, I think, because yeah. a lot of people do well, like, isn't assume it like, that their friends will work, but like I, I don't know. That's yeah, like, I know like isn't your like best man supposed to like plan your bachelor party and all that stuff too? I mean traditionally and pay for it, but like that's I, I just think it's a it's putting so much pressure. Pressure and financial burden on people. And also I think that when you're younger, that makes a lot more sense because we have a lot more free time. But like especially weddings our age, that's why you a lot of us aren't having bridesmaids and stuff yeah. because it's like we all have jobs we all have lives we all have a lot of people have families and kids like you can't expect somebody that has a kid to be working for you for free 100 like that's totally. when i think you get older and it gets a little bit more million percent i'll do one more and then we're cutting worsty firsty but cutting the cake and either the bride or the groom smashes it in each other's faces I would fucking kill my husband the way i would murder jared so fast if that happened oh, i knew better than that you would never especially because there's a knife right there like i wouldn't even dare no it's just like if you're getting your hair and makeup done and you look so beautiful if someone mashed cake in my face i'd be like unless this was agreed upon before and you wanted it to be like a funny moment i would like doing that if you're a man doing that out of like as a fun little thing hard fucking no you might be getting divorced Oh, I'm glad right? I didn't. I'm glad I didn't do it. You would have never done it. Also, we didn't have a cake. But you guys had those little mushy. We had balls. a quackenbush. Quackenbush. It was perfect. Little donut. Donut holes. tower. 
Um, all right. Well, we ran out of time. No worse firsties. Damn it. Fucking incredible. But we'll get back to it next week. Next week, we're going to get back to regularly scheduled programming. I wouldn't change a thing. We just wanted to download with you guys. We it's love been, you guys. It's been a couple weeks. So. I know. We wanted to let everybody know what's going on. We have returned. We love you all. Off we go. See you next week. Goodbye. Bye. The living room is where you make life's most beautiful memories. But your sofa shouldn't be the one remembering them. The new life-resistant, high-performance furniture collection from Ashley is designed to withstand all the spills, slip-ups, and muddy paws that come with the best parts of life. Ashley high-performance sofas and recliners are soft, on-trend, and easy to clean. Shop the high-performance furniture in-store or online at ashley.com. Ashley, for the love of home.